everybody, welcome back to The Crime Den. I'm your lovely host, Nia. Folks, I'm alive. Sorry, it's been really crazy and really hectic, but I'm doing okay right now. I'm feeling amazing, and I'm ready to get back into it. For those who are new, hi, welcome. Here we just vibe, chill, talk about some crime here and there, maybe murder, but you know, we all good. We love it. But honestly, thank you so much for tuning in. It re- I really appreciate it. It's just a one-woman team right now. And thank you so much. Anyway, today we are talking about the infamous woman who woke up in the funeral home. And the damage that was caused. So, but before we get into today's episode, I just want to thank our sponsor top shelf podcast thank you so much also guys we have an instagram check it out jwoo crime den <laughs> anyway before we talk go into today's episode i also want to make sure that um some of the topics and content in this episode might be unsettling to some viewers so viewer discretion is advised and now let's begin when we talk about equality, there's something that we don't talk about, and that's when you die. <laughs> you know, guys, dark. But still, it's like something that we really haven't discussed until Tamisha Beauchamp. Tamisha Beauchamp was 20 years old. She was a 20-year-old black woman who had cerebral palsy. For her condition, she needed medication three times a day and if she had if she didn't take that medication immediately or she didn't have it for a while it can cause problems she could be unresponsive and she would need to have medical attention attention immediately however that's not what happened on august 23rd tanisha was declared dead by her body was taken to James H. Cole Home for Funerals. At the time, she told, she spent two hours in a body bag until employees found out that she was breathing and she, her eyes were blinking. So the investigation is so so the various investigation and the family is suing on why the parent paramedics found out that she was not only dead but very much alive and also why they did not take her to a coroner and just straight to the funeral home because i don't know about y'all but if you're going to be involved with um dead people i'm pretty sure you gotta know that these people don't blink they don't breathe but honestly but but i'm being honest this is not the fault and i want to point this out this is not the funeral home's fault and we're going to uh, mention the media the media and their role later on in the story. But, but, but this is not their fault. This is a param- the paramedic's fault. They, guess what? Their job is to receive a corpse, put it in the fridge, and wait until they have time to embalm them, get them ready. But this is not their fault entirely. If this woman, if Misha, went to the coroner, I'm pretty sure the coroner would immediately tell them, take her to the hospital. So before we talk about 
the more in-depth in the story. I want to talk about the coroner and autopsies. So the coroner's job is to form autopsies. And especially when somebody's so young like Tanisha, you want to have an autopsy done. Because you want to know how they died and they have any diseases or anything going on that they probably didn't know about. And this is very important because for certain cases and illnesses, this is very important because this can help on people who like Tamisha, maybe cerebral palsy, maybe, okay, maybe if she actually died from that cause, an actual cause and not because some paramedic, they would say, okay, since she died of this, this, and that, we got to make sure and let people know that if somebody you know has cerebral palsy, this can might. This can, they might have this, like, heart problems might be affected. Their heart can stop, like, that. Like, honestly, it, it's very helpful, and it plays into numbers. That's how we know how many people died of alcohol, how many people die of certain drug, drug overdoses, especially in certain parts of the country. That's why we need autopsies. However, the par- paramedics did not do that. It is brought a dead woman that was still breathing. However, however, this, but I really honestly feel bad for funeral home because this is not what they needed. This is the last thing that they need. So the paramedics were called to the the Beauchamp home outside of Detroit. They found her they found Tamisha not breathing, and they spent 30 minutes administrating CPR and other life-reviving methods, according to the Southfield Police, Chief of Police, but there was no signs of life. Erica, Tamisha's mother, was very doubtful, because they knowing her daughter's own, what her daughter is going through, Sorry, she had hope. She had hope that she, you know there might be life, that her daughter might be still alive. There was some hope. However, no, the paramedics shot that down. However, later on, the family felt that they were discarded. They felt that, you know, if the paramedics just listened to them, her daughter could have been saved. And matter of fact, not dead eight weeks later. However, her family was notified right after the, um, right after that they, she was discovered to be alive. Immediately, she was in critical condition. Now, here, however, the worst thing I didn't like about this story, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people would, she woke up and she's alive in a funeral home. Like, come on. I, that was so, like, clickbaity, fear-monger. No. No. Because if you actually... No. <laughs> There's so many other ways to word it, word that, um, word that title, but no. Y'all want the clicks, you want, no. You want the views, no. Problem is that she did not wake up in the funeral home in the fridge in the morgue, no. She didn't wake up alive. 
she was barely, she was responsive, but she's not like all perfect and fine. No, she, this woman is in critical condition. She did not wake up in the funeral home, walk out, put her clothes on, and act like she survived nothing. And the worst part is a lot of, and I read a lot of these stories and watched some of these news, um, news anchors. A lot of them didn't address that. She has cerebral palsy. She, a lot of people didn't address her condition later on in the story. So it's, why even do that? Play on people's fears and... And honestly, if I'm somebody who is that's my biggest fear, or I'm not really, or I have like a phobia about that, I would be in like shock and horror. Like, no, you don't do that. You act, you explain the story from the beginning, and then you carry on. But saying this woman woke up in a funeral home and playing on that fear, because guess what? <laughs> I'm not the only one who thought about that. Like, come on, guys, I can't be the only one who had that dream that I woke up next and I turned next to me in a fridge, and next thing I knew, I was in the casket. Like, let's be honest. But why play on that fear? And these <coughs> and these stories are rare, but come on. <laughs> these stories are completely rare. But she was not dead, and a lot of these news outlets did not explain this story correctly. So it seems that it just seems it just makes it even worse. And honestly, it makes it worse for the home, the funeral home, because it makes it that they did it and not the paramedics. But later on, as the story developed, it was okay. But still, the initial stories that were going out, not great guys. But Honestly, this story is very, very <laughs> upsetting. They were delivered places that dead people go, and it was a medical error. The doctor who told the paramedics to declare her dead was on the phone. They weren't even present, not even outside the hospital. They were in the in the in Tamisha's house where her family, and declared her dead with the doctor on the phone. And it's... It's honestly upsetting. And especially, I don't... Honestly, guys, this story is very upsetting because this woman could have survived if, you know, you just took your time and you, like, think about it. And honestly, these paramedics we're thinking as of right now there is a lawsuit going on with the family because of course that poor family and as well it brings up more question the question on how we treat bodies people's bodies so the problem is is that her story is not the only story and it's not going to be the last on how we treat african not only african americans but people who have a disability and the worst problem is that unlike us we can alert we can speak we clearly we can emote normal and guess what immediately like even if that happened to somebody who did not have cerebral palsy who was a, who was normal had um functions was able to communicate better 
if they were able to, if that person was somehow in her shoes, that story would have been, not gonna lie, even 10 times worse on the paramedics. It's also, you know, you would get medical attention as soon as possible. For Tamisha, she did not, she did not have that ability. She could not be able to do that. So that problem was that so this poor woman was suffering in a body bag for two hours until somebody uh, somebody with a brain was able to say, hey, this woman's actually alive. Come on, let's get to her hos- the hospital and look at her now. Honestly, like, come on, guys. And the crucial, and this is not, and honestly, guys, this is not the first and last story that we're going to probably hear. Guess what? This story just blew up because because at one point they had a lawyer that kept pushing that narrative too and the media, but it was mainly the media was pushing that narrative of woman found alive, but without telling us the details. Okay, did she have any other diseases? Did she have other ailments? Like, what happened? But no, woman found alive. And um, to bring to, so that's where we are for now with the story. But to connect it with our day-to-day life, you should, normally when you hear stories about that, people die of the flu, like, for example, like, I remember last year, like, I'm family from nurses. We always get sick and tired when people say, oh, people die of the flu. Yet, when you actually, look how many people die from the flu, and then when you actually look at the people, people or hear about their medical history, their immune systems are compromised. So of course, a little, guess what, so if they did have the flu, it's going to be very severe for them, and it can be even fatal. So when it comes to stories like that, guys, you gotta think. Honestly, I'm not telling you to always second guess every news story you hear, but honestly, when it comes to certain ones, because if it doesn't sound right, it probably isn't right. And often, often that's how it is. And honestly, I always, if something doesn't sound right, maybe research it on that a little bit. Honestly, that happens, but honestly, stories like these happen all the time. And all it is, is just that you gotta, you just gotta, don't overreact and think, oh, this person died like this, I'm gonna be next. No. That's not often. Even stories like these are rare. But also, but I also want to bring up the story on how we're being treated after we die. So you, and how much of a difference. Because guess what? She's not the only one with cerebral palsy who's treated like this. And guess what? Their stories are very, are not told at all. But it's very important for us to open our minds a little bit and make sure guess what these news the news is going to be always going to be the news and they're always going to do this just to get your attention and keep watching maybe there's more interesting stories like that since a woman found alive maybe there's other stories and maybe they'll keep oh, i want to find out more so it probably won't happen to me that's how they get you anyway i think we can call it a wrap sorry guys this episode's a little bit i'm shorter than most but here we go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. More episodes are going to be on the way. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you check out Jay Woo Crime Den on Instagram. 
follow, like, more posts should be coming out soon. Behind the scenes, a little day-to-day -day stuff. But honestly, guys, I can't wait. And hopefully the rest of the year will go smooth as, as possible. Anyway, guys, this is Nia signing out. I love you so much. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye!